Hey. Is it better? <laughs> it looks great. It looks like you literally have a spotlight on you. I have a spotlight on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be a spotlight on, 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 on other levels very soon. So, wow, Ron. Yeah, I know. Uh, we've been having these conversations for, for, for two decades now. Yeah, actually, it's two decades and some. <laughs> and, and, some. And, and a little bit of a change. Uh, let Are me first that, introduce... We're, we're that old, huh? We're officially, actually, by the way, for the record, when it comes to being old, yes, we are. We're officially that old. Uh, uh, it's, 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 it's a revelation. Do you like it? Do you like getting old? Uh, outside of the pains and aches, uh, which are, are consistent and somewhat surprising, even though I should be getting used to them, like pulling lower back. Like that, that's one of those things that happens so frequently now. Oh, you mean physical I, pains? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the physical part of it. Like I should be getting used to the fact that if I do something stupid at the gym, it will come back as some sort of a pain. Yet for some reason, consistently, I am surprised. <laughs> which, mm -hmm. is, which is just, just stupidity on my part. Uh, I, I like it. Outside of the physical pains, I like it. Um, yeah, I have to say that I like it as well. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. You kind of I, go ahead. I'm like I don't reminisce about any younger age. Like for me now is the best till now. I I I 100% in the same wavelength. Well, because it feels like everything we've learned and everything we've done has somewhat not perfected but definitely enhanced the skill level of what we can do now. And even though we're not physically at our peak, we're definitely saving so much time and energy on things we would otherwise be either distracted by or spin our wheels on, and we can do neither. We can choose to do neither. Exactly. Which kind of, yeah, which is kind of nice. Now I have the choice. I'm like, is this a bonfire I want to walk through or is this a bonfire I want to walk around? And it's, it's, it's nice. Where do you want to begin? A, thank you very much for accepting this. I mean, let's just start from there because like most things in their infancy, any show of solidarity or camaraderie goes a very long way because you have another voice believing in your voice. And mm -hmm. for me, and, and, and we'll talk about our experience with entrepreneurship, I think at least a little, uh, I think it feels really good when somebody hears your voice and then reflects on it and enhances it and, and accepts it. Um, mm -hmm. So thank you for that. That affirmation is huge. Um, I always been hearing your voice ever since I met you. <laughs> I, th I think there's a joke there that easily 99% of the people that know me will accept. Uh, my <laughs> First yeah, of all, I'll... if I, if I may, I apologize if I do mistakes in English, I have to tell you that I know foreign language. I work in, in three language. And I think in two. So I have so many languages mixing like a salad in my brain. So Which is perfect because I, I, I think you speak in way more than four languages because you speak emotionally amazing and you speak oh. rationally amazing. Uh, and I think a lot of the reality that we are skipping over when it comes to life, and I will not go <laughs> too much into that tangent, is those two languages that people skip over or skim over, uh, the idea of deconstructing an idea. Or, or how to emotionally put yourself in another's shoes are languages in themselves. Um, the language of relationship, the language of love, those are 
those are big languages that people kind of, so I, you speak way more than four. Uh, you speak way more than okay. four. I accept. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 this is part of the reason this is literally the first interview on the channel. Uh, your voice has resonated with me in many, many ways from, from our origin story. And, but that's a good segue to, to, to the beginning. So let's start from that. Uh, you know me from, most of the people that view this know me from the channel. And I'll quick, quick introduction about myself. I'm an expat Israeli living in San Francisco. I'm gay, of course. I'm in a throuple, which means I'm in a three-year relationship. Who isn't? Uh, <laughs> in San Francisco, very few, apparently. <laughs> uh, I live in I mean, Berlin here as well. So, Touche. San Francisco and Berlin are very much the, the mirror cities to one another. Yeah, exactly. uh, but I would consider your European version much more <laughs> ahead of the curve to the American sure. pressure cooker. Um, I'm in a polyfidelity relationship, which means we're monogamous by choice, but that's a whole other conversation. Uh, but which I admire you because I don't have any. And so, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a choice. It's a choice. Uh, I think I, I think most of those things are choice. Give us a little bit, or or to whomever is watching this, a tiny bit about yourself, uh, and then we can kind of dive into the other parts. So first of all, thanks for having me. Um, for and for being the, the first, it's a um, it's a great honor. Um, I also was uh, I grew up in uh, in Israel, and I've been living. This is the fifth year here in Berlin which was by far the best mistake, the best decision, uh, not mistake, I've, uh, I've made in my whole life. Um, it opened up a lot of things that I was, um, I wanted to find out, but many, many years in Israel didn't uh, allow me to, uh, to know them, like what I like. And uh, for example, you have the piano behind it, something that I started uh, only, only the last year. Uh, I've been coaching uh, people for, I can say, all my life, but I've been doing it as a career for the last uh, 15 years. Um, by the way, I hate this word coaching or coach because I think that many people have an idea, like a wrong idea about what is, what is it that I'm doing. Uh, most tell us people what you're think doing. Pause on like that. Most people, yeah, yeah, most people think that I clap when they do something good and I yell at them when they don't. So yeah, no, I don't do that. Um, I'm very good at uh, uh, helping people move forward and I do it by listening to the words they use, to the way they speak, uh, to how they connect the words. Uh, I'm a writer as well, so I'm very good at words. And uh, by listening to them, I can understand how they see the world and what opportunities they are missing and what, um, what we can do differently in order for them to open up to things that uh, they are blinded to uh, at the moment. Uh, and it's, I, I draw a lot of fun from that because whenever it works, it's, it's like magic. And uh, Corona... Yeah, and, and it's funny, it's interesting that uh, Corona time has been very good to me, or should I say I've been very good to myself during uh, Corona time. And um, that in the last two uh, months, I work in a school and I work 
very close with uh, 10 year old kids. Wow. And let me tell you that giving what I know to 10 year old kids, it's, can I curse in your show? I, you know, can I say, like, can I say fucking amazing? Yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> by, by, by virtue of saying it, you can. So by all so, means. Yeah, it's fucking amazing because kids, when they trust you, they take. And when, and it, it's like, it's, it's like this. And yeah, I'm, I'm, it's very difficult. It's very difficult, but I'm, I'm enjoying myself very much for the last two uh, months. So this is about me. I, 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 and it's funny because I, it's, it's funny when you watch yourself talk, you start to realize there are certain patterns in certain sentences you go to when it comes to pauses. One of them for me is it's funny or in many ways, but when I noticed that I wanted to say something different, what I do want to say is I do reflect on the fact that you do know several languages and that's exactly what I meant by that as a coach. And, and vocationally speaking, yes, there is a lot of reluctance to that term. But what I see when I see you, I see this knowledge of, of the subtext of language, the subtext of empathetic language, the subtext of rational language, the subtext of most of the masks we wear ourselves, which is why a lot of our conversations run a lot deeper than, than surface conversation. They have this subtitles and subtext to the subtitles. But that's not where I want to go. What I was about to start to say was, when I thought of, of you as the initial interview, uh, I, I, I knew that we'll find some core or kernel of a topic to dive into by virtue of talking because that's just the way we talked for decades. Yeah. <laughs> and you just True. literally provided it within, I would say, what, five minutes worth of conversation, which is amazing because I'll tell you the two. One would be uh, the mm -hmm. reluctance to the word coach and I want to dive into just life lessons and how they manifest both by, 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 by activation. In other words, proactively taking in and internalizing a life lesson. Um, you and I call it truisms often. Um, and, and, and I'm sure you have your own specific definition and I will touch that. But then the second one, the two things that I would like our interview to have is one, talk about what coaching really is in terms of real life, activating yourself, proactive work, mindfulness, uh, whatever that topic would lead us, I will open that uh, uh, to us, to both of us. And then the second part is, I'm realizing we're both expats that have chosen a much broader and larger arena to exercise themselves in a way that will never have been possible in our country of origin, which in many ways make our stories parallel. We chose, we chose the San Francisco and the Berlins of our countries. Let's start mm -hmm, from there. True. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the second part is we both left Israel, which is another origin story. And I will let you choose which one of them you want to start on first and go from there. I think so, that's... Uh, let me start about, uh, you were talking, you, you mentioned Israel um, at the last sentence. And, and I consider myself as an artist, as a very creative person. And... I know that the environment, I was even talking about it with a, um, with a, a Turkish student about how in literature, um, geography uh, de defines the character of, uh, of, a, of a village on how people behave, it affects them. They use, it, they use geogra geography to define characters. And uh, I realize that it's the same way in real life. Israel is a closed border country. 
and it affects the way people think. And as a creative person, I need inspiration and to be able to go to wherever I want when I'm here in Berlin or to be exposed to many, many cultures and to find even, you know, in my CrossFit gym, there are Egyptians and, and Syrians and it's very easy to meet this kind of uh, people when in Israel you almost don't have a chance. And to find out that these terrible people, Syrians or refugees, are exactly, uh, exactly like us. Exactly like us. We, 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 it's amazing how much the things that connect us are, are in the lion's share of the pie or, or the cake. We are 99% similar with 1% of disagreements uh, most of the time. And, mm -hmm. and, and I find it, uh, it, by the way, it's a virtue of both, I think, in both of our cases. Uh, we have the desire to see the world differently. Uh, I call it almost an addiction. Uh, feel free to, to, to counter that if you have a, a strong feeling one way or another. But, but one of my favorite sentences in my life is, I'm wrong or you're right. Because you get to see something just a little bit broader uh, than you did a second ago. And when you meet a lot of different cultures, the humanizing factor of, of what makes us similar and what makes us connected is so much more overpowering than what makes us different. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, when, when, I, when I work with people, they usually tell me, oh, you're right. And I just like hate this, uh, this idea of being right and being wrong. Just like tell me if you agree with me and you, we can move forward or you don't agree with me and let's discuss it. But like, who says I'm right? I don't have any idea. <laughs> people who do want to carry the conversation beyond that moment. So yeah, it's, exactly. if, if you make the American equivalent of what you just said, like if we hug each other and we're within affinity and I'm making completely an American example, but it's worthwhile uh, to make the example. When an American hugs you and the intimacy is too much, <clears> there'll <throat> be an automatic tap out. There'll be this three tap out. And what it means by that is, yes, we're intimate. Yes, I empathically am close to you, but this is enough. You're getting- But enough far. is enough. Yeah, <laughs> which is the equivalent of, of what you just said, which is, you're right, is the equivalent of the tap out. I accept the fact that we got something interesting out of it. Let's close the conversation there. Um, it doesn't breed a deeper conversation. It definitely doesn't start a new one. Yeah, you mentioned hugs. Uh, we both we both don't have kids, no. um, but um, yeah, I'm I'm being hugged a lot in the school. Uh, it's it's funny because I have a funny story about it. Um, a kid went like towards me and I let him pass because it was like a kindergarten, five or four year old, and then the um, the staff told me he was he wanted to hug you, and I like. Okay, so then I turned around and I like opened my uh, arms and I was like so excited uh, to show him my excitement. And then he came back and he ran and I picked him up and I hugged him. And you know what happened after two seconds? Mm -hmm. There was a queue. Wow. I had a line of four <laughs> and five year old kids uh, waiting to hug me. And <laughs> There was one girl there, she had like this amazing blue eyes. 
she had this big smile and she looked at me as if she is watching her, her favorite ice cream. And then she said, I like picked her up and she hold, held me so tight. I was like, what is it? Like, the best? Have, yeah, can I have, can I please have this kind of hug? <laughs> every morning and every end of the day, it was, uh, it was amazing. So I really, I really, really uh, recommend being hugged by I, kids. I, being hugged in general is an amazing medicine in my mind because of people- In between like where not there when they are not mean. <laughs> it can be also the beating mean. downs and, and, and the shouting and the- Yeah. yeah. Um, exactly. I, I think physical intimacy on, on, on many levels is something we ignore as a culture. Like I, I, I touched very several videos ago on a very specific anecdote, which is I find the addiction and the obsession with a marker of success being a dollar sign mm -hmm. to be one of the most detrimental things we can do to our life because I see people around me in COVID uh, uh, very much ignoring. We, we created a pod really early on in terms of COVID, uh, uh, my husband's sister, her husband, and of course, Fab, and two and three of our close friends. And from the get-go, we had a framework in which we were socialized with others. And I think in many ways, it, it inoculized or, 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 or saved us from a degradation of what could have been a very, very, very dangerous exercise. But now yeah. that I am, and we are as a culture, five months, six months in, I'm looking at the people that were too cautious uh, or, or, or too restrictive and the American society doesn't even know how to digest the fact that what they're missing is, is that hug from that blue eyed girl that says, I love you and, and you love me. And here's how yeah. it looks in real life. Americans, for some reason, don't even see that as a factor. And this is not to broad brush. I apologize. This is to, to point something that I see that can be done better. Uh, I wish yeah, just like find someone and, and, and ask him to hug you. Exactly. Some, something that works better when you offer a hug, can I hug you? Uh, people uh, are, I found out that people are more acceptable to, to um, this offer than, than, than asking for a hug. And, 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 and with Americans, it's funny because people say, it's funny again, uh, the West Coast in general was always portrayed to me, I've lived in almost 20 years, but it was always portrayed to me as this, the hippier side, the more soft side, the soft skill side, maybe the, the empathetic version or the feeling version of the American culture as a whole. And, and of course, us coming from a very warm culture, uh, it wasn't even close to what I grew up with. Mm -hmm. Like all of this West Coast mentality of, of oh yeah, you're, you're, you're very warm and you're very approachable as a culture. I'm like, you're not even close to what I grew up with. I mean, granted, uh, I'm very blessed or privileged or both in terms of growing up in a loving home, uh, beat all its flaws and otherwise, but it was still warm. Compared to the West Coast, it's still there is, there is, there is a gap there to be filled. And let me make that a segue, please. What makes you think, because I think we have about eh, a little bit of time, uh, mm. but what makes you think was the moment that you decided, knew, or even perceived the notion of, I cannot stay here when it comes to Israel? I don't want to tell my story. I want to hear yours. Oh, wow. I don't <laughs> think we have enough time for that. <laughs> we can save it for the next one then, but give no, us no, some uh, insight. It's, it's, it's an interesting thing because 
um, you know how um, kids, let's go back to, to being a kid. When I was a kid, my biggest worry was how many times I will leave Israel and see other countries. Like most kids think about being a fireman, being a, a, a cop, being an, a, a pilot. I was very curious about how many times I would leave Israel. I would even uh, try like uh, palm reading. Uh, I read some books about it. And one of the books said that if you have three lines here, it means that you will leave Israel for like three times. And I was like, isn't that the kids <laughs> part? I don't know. <laughs> but it could be the same. Go on. But yeah, it was like, sh wow, shit. I, I would leave Israel only three times. That's, that's so little. <laughs> and one of them was so, definitely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, but the thing is, but the thing is that today I understood that my soul knew that for me, like Israel, let's say, uh, like, let's open, uh, um, like, um, how do you call it? Sograin? Uh, uh, parentheses. Parentheses. Israel is a great place. Uh, maybe, maybe not now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not now. Uh, there's Corona, but yeah, Israel is a great place. But I think that each person should should check if the ground that he's in fits him or not, because you know, not every soil uh, fits to every flower. And that was in my case. And I think that my soul knew that before I uh, was understood. I understood what what it means. Um, I think that I never had the guts to do it for myself. Uh, I tried to do it with a startup to move abroad um, in Spain, in, in LA. I did it for a relationship also in Spain. Uh, and then when this relationship broke up, uh, like uh, just like collapsed, uh, for the reason that I would not, I would not. Oh, we'll get save it into. for another interview. We'll yeah, that's it's like a, it's a whole different uh, topic. I found myself outside of Israel, in Europe, with nothing, and that was the moment that I asked myself, okay, I did. For the first time, I did everything I wanted to do, for the wrong reasons. This time I can do it for myself. And that's when I decided no to go back in Tel Aviv. I was in Malaga, uh, Spain, and I just like took a plane uh, to Berlin and decided that, Ber yeah, that Berlin will be my amusement park. And it, it, it is, it's a great <laughs> place for amusement park. I, 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 on, on, on a finishing kind of thought, one thing that actually strikes me, and I do seek those kind of gold nuggets or kernels of, of either repetitive truth or, or baseline truth. And I can, my, one of my partners is Brazilian and, and you and I Lucky being really <laughs> Luck is what you make of it and you work really hard at it. Today being an example, I'm in the doghouse for having a fight, but never mind that. We'll save that for, for, for the other conversation. But uh, one of the things I hear often from people who left their origin country, for, either, for any country, uh, is that even though it took them cognitive, conscious, frontal lobe time to get to that realization, once they did get to that realization or that aha moment, that eureka moment, something that preceded it, something that was there prior, 
uh, was there all along. And what I mean by that is the sentence you just said was, my soul knew that this was not my place and I am a flower that will blossom way better in a different soil. I hear that so consistently. Um, and, and, and if I am to, to admit my story and Fabrizio's story and, and now aligning with your story and many others that I'm aware of, that is a consistent story. Something inside us basically screamed before we heard it that this is not your place. This is not your soil. You will find a better soil. You will find a better ground. For some of us, we even knew what that soil looked like. Yeah, and, and I, I can honestly say that I tried to shut this voice up uh, and for many years for many reasons. Uh, one of them was uh, going on a trip and coming back and just like signing up for the first uh, first degree, like a BA that uh, I knew that I would get accepted because I realized that if I would not do it at this moment, I will find myself traveling the world for the last 10 years, <laughs> for the next seven years. And at being at the age of 21, it, 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 I was too afraid of that. Um, now I understand that I really can't run away from it. Uh, but you yeah. can't be afraid of yourself when yourself is wherever you go. You're there. And, and, and also, I think now, if I will give you a, a, one of my biggest compliments towards you, you've always spoken your truth. You've always been with a bright light. Now, there are always other external or internal inhibitors on how much of your light you can show. Uh, but if anything, uh, I can honestly say that whatever that scream or, or fear was, it was opportune and it was correct and it was timely because I've never seen you. I less believe so. Truth. Yeah, I, it, it had its time and place. And for that, I, I, I honestly admire you. Um, on a closing note, because I, I, mm -hmm. I love the conversation on, on being an expert and, 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 and just speaking one's truth. Which, which I will just say that it's like, please, because I know many people think about it and many people do it and they hit difficulties. Immigration is a very, very, very difficult process. It's like taking a plant from um, one soil one and putting it in, in another one. If you ever grew plants, you know that some I leaves die. I killed ours. It's part of the process. Something needs to be to die in order for something else to um, to be born. And when you understand, I had zero fantasies about coming to Berlin. I knew that it will be so difficult, but these difficulties, these difficulties, will uh, lead me to finding out what I like, what I love, uh, what makes me happy, and these are things that I didn't know. And being 40, I came into Berlin when I was 40. Being 40 without knowing this stuff, it's, it's a problem. And it's, um, it's, and, it's, uh, a it's not a problem, but it's, it's yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, yeah, just like do something in order to find out. And I'm, I'm happy I did. I'm really, really happy I did. I, 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 will, I will finish on the note of I think fear and bravery are one and the same. And regardless of circumstances, be it timing or a place, uh, uh, we will derive, we do derive more going towards fear versus away from it. But you and I can dive way more into that in a different conversation. Go yeah, I'll just, um, I'll just say hit subscribe because it's going to be very interesting knowing you. 
so don't miss it, miss out. Um, yeah, thanks for having me. And who you are, wherever you are, uh, take of, care of your health. It's the most important thing. Yes. It's not a cliche. It's the it's no, it's the truth. <laughs> it's truth. And we like truth. Uh, so yeah, again, welcome to Little Gay Guy. This was Hezi Emena. This is Ron Zakai. Uh, always kindly yours. Thank you. Thank you. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. <laughs>